Hello, hello, Ted Jones World Podcast, episode 192. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Just me today, Ted Jones, on the couch. So I moved into this apartment probably like four and a half years ago or something from another apartment, obviously, and I just found one of the Adderall pills that I had. I've had that this particular pill probably for like 10 years. No joke, I have not had a prescription for Adderall since I was 15 years old. And then from that point, I had never really taken Adderall at all. Like maybe occasionally I would take some and then I'd find some in my parents' house because like from the ages of, I'd say probably nine years old to the ages of 14, I was taking Adderall every single day. And wow, what a drug. I know like people these days are like really into it. And such, like, it doesn't really matter if you're not studying, you're not, like, reading a book, like, you're still super into Adderall, but, like, it just made me, like, a complete zombie. I was never hungry, I was just not able to socialize. Like, yeah, I did better in school, because, like, really zoned me in and stuff, but, I don't know, ever since, like, age 14 or 15, I have not taken Adderall, and I am just really not a fan of it. I don't know, but it was funny, I haven't seen this particular pill in years, and I just found one. And I was thinking, like, should I take this Adderall pill? No, definitely not. I don't like the feeling of it. A lot of people I know actually do take it. I don't know. I mean, like, it's not an addictive pill, maybe. But the thing is, you can be addicted to anything these days. If you guys notice on the Ted Jones World YouTube page, I put up a clip where I was like, I think I'm addicted to weed. But I don't know. Am I? Will I start to shiver and break down if I don't have it for a day? Probably not. But I do enjoy doing it every day. That's like people, for the most part like to have glasses of red wine, white wine every night, almost every night. So are they addicted to that? No, I think that they just like the taste of wine, but I think the meaning of addiction is very, like a very thin line. Because addiction to like crack or heroin or cocaine or something like that is like you start to have withdrawals, alcohol. You have withdrawals like when you don't have it. Like I wouldn't have withdrawals from weed. It's also a plant. So can you say, like, you're addicted to food? I, there's a just there's a very fine line in talks about addiction. Guys, this past Thursday, today being Monday, I was in Bridgeport, Connecticut, opening and hosting Hannah Burner's show at the Stress Factory, and that was amazing. Hannah, thank you so much for having me. It was really an amazing time. Uh, went up there, did 10 minutes, and then introduced the next comic, then the next comic, then the next comic, and then, of course, Hannah. But we had a great time, great little road trip there. And it was fun, like, seeing a different type of crowd. You know, usually when you're in New York, everybody's kind of bunched in together, maybe in a smaller space. Definitely not a small space, but, like, this particular venue in Bridgeport was, like, huge. It was, like, an entire building as opposed to comedy venues in New York. You know, it's at maybe, like, a downstairs venue or it's at a venue that's, like, not as big. But this particular place, I think, holds, like, 300 people. Um, probably like 160, 170 on the bottom, and then the remainder, I guess, 120, 130 up top. But amazing venue, Vinnie Brand Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So I was happy uh, I got out there. That was uh, 
that was a great time to get like a whole new audience or whatever. And then, you know, obviously it led to some DMs and stuff. <laughs> and I guess, guess we'll go over one of them at the end of this episode in terms of listener DMs. And guys, still shoot your emails to tedjonesworld at gmail.com, your listener emails. Um, you know, always appreciated when you guys send in those emails. And also, if you guys have not rated the podcast yet, go ahead, rate it friggin' five stars. Or if you don't like it, whatever, do your thing. Rate it one star. I don't know what to tell you. Love how people are like, it's really going to help out if you give me five stars. But at the same time, if you're not having a five-star time, I don't expect you to put a five-star, guys. I ain't fronting here. You know, it's not a Yelp review. We're still going to freaking eat, hopefully, if <laughs> if it's all one-star reviews. But, hey, whatever. Day to day. Last night was Friday. Uh, I, quite the journey. Quite the amount of steps I put on. I put, like, 17,000 steps on yesterday. So I went all the way to Black Cat. Uh, comedy club which is down on the lower east side with julio gallerati and then i walked to new york city excuse me it's not even new york city new york comedy club which is in the east village and then after that went to the stand went back through new york comedy club came back to the stand so it was all over the place it was out to like twelve thirty. and the funny thing is like my sleep schedule kind of is all over the place but if i go to bed too late like my circa- my circadian rhythm gets effed up because my body always really likes to just wake up before 10 a.m. no matter what. So if I'm going to sleep at like 2.30, 3 o'clock on a weekend, my body's like, all right, time to wake up on a freaking, on a weekend, you know? But I mean, for the most part, I if I don't have anything to do and I can be in bed by 9 or 9.30, you guys know I'm up at 4.40 in the morning. I find that being at the gym when nobody's there, it's less distracting, less distracting action on my phone too. You know, like occasionally if I'm going to the gym at 1130 on a Tuesday, emails are popping, whatever I'm thinking about recording a podcast, talking to you guys, doing some sort of vlog sitch. But um, let me know what type of vlog you guys like best, by the way, in the vlog camera in the corner. Hello over there. But what do you guys like? You want me to go to the Empire State Building? You like seeing the week in the life of Ted Jones? Because right now I've basically been taking three or four days and just putting together the best clips and then making like a five to 10 minute video based on that. And then obviously we're putting up the Ted Jones comedy shows as well. So check the link in this video for uh, Ted Jones comedy show dates next Monday, 7 p.m. That's going to be amazing. The lineup is great. I would love to see you guys at the Ted Jones comedy show. We have it on again, December 13th, 7 p.m. at the stand. It's going to be an amazing show going down to Florida after that. But I wanted to touch on the vlog that we're posting tomorrow, actually, last week's Ted Jones Comedy Show. So a ton of Ted Jones Comedy Shows in the works. And if you guys just check the link in this video, you'll see all of them right there. But we're also posting the Ted Jones Comedy Show from last week tomorrow on the Ted Jones World YouTube channel. Where do you guys usually listen to this podcast? Let me know. Hit me up, tedjonesworldgmail.com. Are you on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, freaking Spotify, YouTube, Where's your favorite place to watch the Ted Jones World podcast? I'd love to know because obviously all the episodes of the Ted Jones vlog are on YouTube. So, you know, just trying to gauge which social media app is the best. And like I've said in the past, I think we're going to have everything meshed together. Hopefully once within the metaverse, maybe there'll be one developer who figures out, oh, we can code the Twitter to match with Instagram code and meta code and TikTok code. So you have everything Like, instead of having all these different directions in terms of what platform you want to see, you know, you want to go to 
Leonardo DiCaprio's Twitter, but you also want to see his Instagram, and also you want to see his YouTube. I think that there, it's only a matter of time before all these things are in one kind of app and like one list, you know, instead of bouncing around from Twitter.com to YouTube or to Instagram, I think it's all going to be maybe meshed into one. Do I think one company is going to start this? I don't know. But the future, metaverse, things are uh, things are moving pretty quickly. I spoke about on a previous episode that a piece of <laughs> land in the metaverse was sold for $2.4 billion as my jaw dropped. And then I read the other day that another piece of land was sold for $4.3 million. And then I also saw that the Alexander team, if you guys aren't familiar with these brokers, these guys are like the best brokers in New York City, Miami, and then I guess they do Aspen, Colorado too. They are the first metaverse brokers which is freaking nuts. So these guys are just going to have a whole new business that is not even real life. Can I say that? I mean, talking about it right now, that's exactly what it sounds like. But if we come back to this podcast episode in like three to five years, it'd be looking like I'm a noob because I'm talking about these guys who were the first brokers in the metaverse. So these guys can find virtual land and sell it to people as, and also they can have real land and apartments and sell it to people. Oh man, this NFT space. I think like a lot of new money is going to be born. Like obviously these particular guys are not what I'm referring to, but I just think in general, you know, musical artists are going to become wealthier. They're not going to have to sign over their masters and then, you know, sign into like a bad 360 deal, but they can have NFTs. Tory Lanez, I saw sold a million dollars worth of NFTs in one minute. And then the idea of these NFTs is that they appreciate. So one thing that I've thought, how crazy is this that I've actually, I've fully thought about this. Like in the future, if I wanted to do like, <laughs> if I wanted to do like, let's say a nude comedy show, like I, I was on stage, I do 30 minutes or an hour of stand up comedy, but I'm completely naked and I make an NFT for it. And obviously, you know, you don't allow pictures in the, in the occasion, whatever it is, have like a thousand people there. I'm doing nude comedy. And then if I end up doing it every single year, if you just think about how the value increases of from the first NFT to the second NFT and the third, and as these NFT, this is a crazy example, sorry. But as these NFTs like increase and they become more rare, people are going to want that first version of, oh, I saw the Ted Jones do stand up naked. I was the, at the first annual one. And as these NFTs grow, if somebody sells it, they get like a percentage of how they're selling the NFT. And the more it sells, the more the artist gets, you know, money from that particular sale. So I think a lot of money is about to be had in the crypto space right now. As I'm talking, Bitcoin is at $50,000. It's down like 10% today. Ethereum is close to $4,000. But I mean, I think it comes in waves. I really hope that Jack Dorsey, the... Um, head of Twitter said that by the end of this year, Bitcoin will be at a hundred thousand. That'd be great. We'll see. It has a long way to go. Also Jack Dorsey, the head of Twitter, you just stepped down. See Amazon, uh, Bill Gates. What? I said Amazon, <laughs> Amazon, Jeff Bezos stepped down. Twitter, Jack Dorsey stepped down. Warren Buffett never stepped, stepped down. You see Bill Gates stepped down. Charlie Munger, actually, Warren Buffett's right-hand man. I talked about him before on this podcast. He said he wishes cryptocurrency was never invented. There are just some things that you say that I think you really have to think about and give a second thought to. And him, he said this multiple times, but like 
This guy's probably going to be on the wrong side of history. While Warren Buffett says that he doesn't like cryptocurrency either, you're not seeing him give like full quotes that people are going to look back in 20 years and be like, wow, this guy didn't know anything. Like I know Warren Buffett has like almost a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, a hundred billion dollars. But like, do you really want a quote? That's going to be read back 20 years later. Like this guy didn't know anything. And that's what his, that's what his sidekick is doing. His sidekick, Charlie Munger is worth like two bill, but he thinks crypto is a, a scam, a fad. Like, bro, imagine in 10, 20 years, like you're either going to look like a full genius which is probably not the case because cryptocurrency is already at an extremely high trajectory upward. Or you're going to look like a moron, man. You know, I know this guy's old and he's been working in the stock market bonds and all this shit. It's a new time. People are, are buying land that they can't touch for $4.3 million. So it's too big to ignore. It's too big to fail right now. You know, China can ban it. But other countries have it on their balance sheet. El Salvador buying the dip. Like we're only going to get richer from crypto. People like keep buying, have or people have paper fiat money. I mean, they're going to get poor due to inflation, whatever it is. And also your job can't keep up with it. Like if you're getting a 5% pay raise, like inflation every year is at least 3%. So you're only getting a 2%. Then with all the taxes... I just think it's going to move towards crypto and you're seeing athletes starting to take their pay payments in crypto using Cash App, using Coinbase. I've said many a times on here and obviously it's not financial advice because what the shit do I know? But guys, I think st you got to start going half and half. Even Kevin O'Leary, you guys know this guy, the shark from Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary. He's saying he has his, his, I mean, his hedge fund or his fund, he's putting a little bit of money in crypto. He started at 3%. Then he went to 5%, and he only, I think he's at 10% by now. But even him, he's changed his mind, and he's like the most stubborn shark. If you guys are familiar, you can check out Shark Tank. Check this guy. He's like one of the meaner sharks, I guess. Also like a real shark, though. You know, he wasn't like giving people bullshit. If he saw a bad idea and he gen genuinely thought it, it is bad, he'll tell, you know, whoever it is. He doesn't want to waste the, um, you know, the company's time. Something like this. Guys, if you listened to last episode with Mike Cannon, Mike just gave a great compliment on how he just loves seeing Ted Jones world stuff all over the place. If you guys, um, I don't know how much of the studio you've actually seen given, you know, podcasts and vlogs or whatever, but I do have a ton of Ted Jones world stickers, notes all over the place. I just like looking at it, you know, because who knows? Maybe visualization really works. I guess we'll see, right? I guess we'll see. Oh, I want to show you guys this uh, this picture that this lady worked on at the show, at uh, the Ted Jones Comedy Show. Give me one second. Don't go anywhere! Check it out. How cool is this? You guys see it right here on the camera? On the YouTube camera? So some girl came to our show. Not a girl, rather. It was like a woman. She came to our show and did like a full artwork piece. How nice. Cool. At the stand. I don't know. I may have to get it framed. We'll see. It's funny how frames can make something so expensive. You know, like just a piece of drawing, a piece of paper. The frame is probably going to be like, I don't even know. 70 bucks. Vinny Brand literally must have heard me because he just texted me. Thank you, Ted. 
Absolutely lit. So I <laughs> I am going down to Miami December 14th through 20th. I have a few spots lined up. I'm super excited for that. But what's the goal for Miami? We're going to visit my dad. Going to do some comedy down there. I'll probably record a podcast. Have to figure that out. But the vlog cam is going to be flying. And hopefully I'll see my grandma in West Palm Beach. Grandma will work that out. Maybe get some lunch, some dinner. I'm about to start watching this Netflix show called 14 Peaks. Recommended by Julio. Uh, apparently this guy climbs 14 mountains in like eight months. And the, <laughs> the previous record holder didn't, it, it did it in like seven years. So I don't, I don't know, 14 Peaks on Netflix. If you guys are bored, you check that out on Netflix. This is a large, by the way, and I've been doing a few bicep workouts. So I think I'm a little bit, you know, popping out of it. You know what I'm saying? Popping out of the bicep shirts. Guys, come to the Ted Jones Comedy Show on December 27th. If you're here, 7 p.m. Right before New Year's, right after Christmas. It's an amazing time. Come have dinner and drinks with us. You guys are going to stuff your face, get wasted Monday night. It's going to be great. And also, we are in the middle of putting together Ted Jones Comedy Shows for weekend dates in January. So you guys stay tuned for that one. Without further ado, let's jump into the DMs. I do find myself like clearing a lot of spam DMs that I get. It's either about like NFTs, crypto space. I don't know whether Siri's listening to me or Instagram is just watching what I like and like what I scroll to. But let's read one of these listener emails. So there was this, <laughs> there, this is part one of the listener DM, by the way. So when we were at the show, probably like, 60% of the way through Hannah's set, there was a, a lady in the front row who had like a knitted cap who was like, wear the hat and threw the hat at Hannah. Hannah like nicely put on the hat, whatever. And then at the end of the show, she went on stage with the owner of the comedy club, Vinnie Brand, and started like shooting the shit, whatever. We see her on the screen when we're in the green room. So she like leaves the screen in the green room. And then like two seconds later, she opens the door to the green room. She walks in. She's like, whoa, oh, oh, she's freaking out as she sees Hannah. And she was like, I was just looking for the restroom. So this girl is wasted. I don't know how old she is. 35, probably something like that. She goes to Hannah. She's like, oh, I like teach underprivileged children. And you have to take a picture of me while you wear this hat. And then Hannah was like, okay, like, where's your phone? Hannah being so nice. This girl just broke into the green room. We're like all shocked sitting there. There's like a few other comics sitting there. We're shocked. We don't know what to do. She doesn't have her phone. So she looks around this girl. She's wasted. She's like, well, can somebody help me out? I kind of want to defuse the situation. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll take, I'll take pictures. I took two pictures of this girl and Hannah. And I was like, D, I looked at her. I was like, DM me on Instagram, Ted Jones world. I will send you these photos. So now (laughs) I have two photos, two great photos of this girl who's wasted, came into the green room and begged me to take pictures of her. I had to like be security and escort her out. I was like, we're going to get in so much trouble. If the waiters or waitress come, you guys got to go, whatever. Or I didn't say you guys got to go. I said, you got to go, you know, to the girl who came in was literally the bodyguard was hilarious. But anyway, so the first part of this message this girl acknowledged that because one of my stories was regarding that. So she said, okay, I was at the show tonight and that genuinely gave me secondhand embarrassment. I was so confused. Nobody knew that this girl came in the green room, by the way. So I still have two pictures on my phone of this random girl and Hannah. So random girl, if you're listening, I'll send it to you. But I mean, I don't know anything about you. I told you to DM Ted Jones World. 
I have two, two pictures of you and Hannah on my phone. And then the the second DM, I can't even scroll up. Okay. She goes, I was so confused. Well, okay, let me f- back up. All right, I'm going to read both DMs that she said. Okay, I was at the show tonight, and that genuinely gave me secondhand embarrassment. I was so confused. And then she goes, but then again, I was also the girl who got high AF in the bathroom and told the entire audience I was a porn star. So, I mean, I can't really say anything. That is funny. Oh, my gosh, I remember this girl. I asked if anybody in the the office, if anybody in the crowd had done porn, and this girl said she did porn. I'm pretty sure it was that girl. Well, oh, yeah, she did. (laughs) She told me she was like, yeah, I've done black market porn. Like, what's black market porn? Like, sending pictures of your feet over Craigslist? I actually want clarity. I mean, like, I, but I also, I don't really want to get so deep into her porn career. But, lady, if you DM me, the girl who DM me, um, you know, Nicole, if you DM me here, and you want to give me a little bit more color on, uh, you know, how you got into porn, <laughs> what kind of porn you've actually been doing, I would be uh, interested. But then again, guys, the show in Connecticut was amazing. A ton of, uh, you know, Connecticut girls were there. So they definitely liked the wang print that I had on my pants. That's crazy. Not even kidding. I wore sweatpants and you can see the outline of my midsection pretty well pretty well you guys checked the ted jones world youtube channel i did put up a, a clip of uh my stand-up set in connecticut and you can definitely see the print of my wang it was like a camel toe but for men a camel foot they'd say all right guys let's wrap this one up episode 192 here hopefully see you at the ted jones comedy show one week from today or i'll see you back here on thursday for episode 192 as always Thank you so much for tuning in. Follow Ted Jones World on Instagram. Send me a DM. Send me an email because we always love hearing from you. Peace.